Good evening, folks. It is the saint. Thought I'd come on here and talk a little bit about the biggest elephant in the world in the room, which is the um, five, as I call it. The tape comes out about them beating to death Tyron Nichols. I've seen the video, and I have to say, probably the most gruesomest and disgusting and terrifying thing I've ever seen. It's coming from a man that's been African-American 47 years. I've had my little runs with the police departments. I used to be a security officer, so I dealt with them a little bit on the job and off the job. Some were you know, nicer than others. Then there's some of those complete assholes. I met both. But the worst incident I ever had when it came to police officers, the 1983. It was an incident that never should have happened, but it did. And me and my brother almost lost our freedom because of a lie. Picture it. Kansas City, Missouri, 1983. Me and my brother were, was, you no, know, we usually, me and my brother are really close, I'll put it that way, first of all. And we had been through a lot of shit together. So, my mother was a smoker. She uh, sent me and my brother to the store. There's some cigarettes. We'd done it a thousand times over, so we know the routes, we know how to get there fast, how to get the cigarettes she wanted, get them back home. No big deal. But it was on a November morning, and um, it snowed pretty bad. So me and my brother got dressed up in our heavy coats and everything else, and we're walking to the store. All of a sudden, in the distance, you hear, hey, boys, stop here right there. Me and my brother looked around like, who the hell are talking? Who the hell's talking to us here? You can say the lady was a Karen before Karen was a thing. And she looked like Corella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians, but that's not her story. Anywho, here we are in our snow boots and our snow jackets and everything, looking around like, who the hell is saying that to us? And all of a sudden we looked up and there was this old white lady coming at us. In her hand, she has a baseball bat. A big one. Said right in my chest and says, your black ass is going to fucking jail. My brother, me and my brother are like, like oil and water. We get along perfectly. But I'm more the, uh, you know, calmer heads prevail type of guy where my brother is like, I'm about to fuck this bitch up. Excuse my language. So here she has got this bad in my chest, pointing it at me. And my brother's like, get that damn bat off my brother's chest. What the hell's wrong with you? She looked at my brother and said, you shut your little nigger ass up. Excuse my language again. But this is what was said. So my brother's like, excuse me, what the hell you call this? And me, I'm up there like, well, don't, don't worry about it. Just you know, let her vent, whatever. And she followed us all the way to the store, threatening to call the cops. And me and my brother are like, we didn't do a damn thing. Bullshit, you did do something. Get a little choked up when I had to talk about it. But, um, so we get to the store. The guy at the store knew me and my brother. We've been there like a thousand times. So he knows we're good kids. So he knows we're not, you know, doing anything that this lady said we did. So she comes in behind us and says, oh, your black asses are going to fucking jail. I swear to God, I'll prosecute you to the day you die and all that type of stuff. So the guy behind the counter says, ma'am, you got to leave. I'm not going any goddamn where. These two little bastards hit my son. So the guy was like, these two guys wouldn't, kill, wouldn't hurt a fly. What the hell are you talking about? You know what? You stay the hell out of this. So me and my brother paid for my mom's cigarettes. She gave us some money and everything. We walk outside, and there's a mob, a big one, 
outside of the store. I counted about maybe 20 white people. It felt like a really bad, you know, color purple or roots movie. They were calling us everything but a child of God. We're going to hang your ass from a tree. We're going to beat your ass silly. You know, we used to drag people like you back in Texas. Stuff that you're not supposed to be hearing at, uh, say, about my, my age was like about maybe seven or eight. I don't know. My brother was older than that. So my brother and me, we were up here surrounded by all these people and screamed at for something that we didn't fucking do. And then the cops show up. Now, this is where the story gets really crazy. The cop comes up and grabs my brother from behind and says, go on, let's go. My brother's like, where are we going? He's like, oh, you're going to jail. He didn't ask us what the fuck was going on. He didn't ask us our side of the story, which there was no side of the story, so nothing. He grabbed my brother by his neck and dragged him back to the damn car. And then he grabs my arm like he's about to break the damn thing and, and slam me into the side of the car. My brother's like, we didn't do a damn thing. We didn't do a damn thing. The cop is like, I don't want to fucking hear it. So he proceeded to put my brother in handcuffs. By this time, we're both screaming like, what the fuck do we do? What the hell we do? I'm crying. I ain't gonna lie. I was crying like a bitch. He throws us in the back of the car. The mob is moved to the police car. And me on the door talking about, yeah, you're a black ass. is going to pay for this shit. I'm scared to death. So the lady who starts this whole thing goes to their house and gets her son. Her son's a blonde-haired little kid. Just like Dennis the Menace or something. She opens the door, the back seat of the door, and says, now, honey, are these the two guys that beat you up? He had black eyes. He had a busted mouth, you know. Whatever. He looked me dead in my eyes, crying at all. It says, No, mommy, that's not them. She says, and she grabs him by his arms and said, And I am sorry for the language. He said, You look at these two guys and you tell them that these two niggers beat your ass. He said, No, that's not them. So you would think by her looking at us and her son saying that it was not us that beat him up, he would give us an apology, right? No. She grabs her son by the arm and drags him back to her house. I've never seen that woman again. Good thing, though, because I'm old enough to knock the shit out of her. Excuse my language again. The cop pulls my brother out the car, takes the handcuffs off. And have him sit in the front seat. I'm just still in the back seat crying my eyes out. Because I don't know what the hell is going on here. And the cop proceeded to tell us, well, what a cop tells you to do something, you just fucking do it. Don't fight us and everything, because that's going to get you in trouble. That was in 1983. 83. We both would be dead. My brother would have probably, me and my brother probably got our asses kicked before we got to jail and afterwards. We probably would have got shot for citing a riot or whatever. So when you hear about the shooting and the beating Tyron Nichols took, and I watched that whole thing from beginning to end. It um, brought back a lot of bad memories. It's one thing when you fear somebody that's unlawful and will kill you just despite whatever, because of what you look like, what you do, how you act, whatever. It's another thing when the police are the ones doing the whole thing. Now, if you've never been harassed by the police and never been told to get out the car and you got any drugs in the car and all that kind of crap, you could give a rat's ass. I mean, I've been in many times, I wore my uniform, security uniform, and still was pulled over by cops. 
asking me where I was going. I got a fucking uniform on. Biggest goddamn day right there on my on my arm. I'm going to work. What are you doing? I actually got pulled over by two cops once. And my wife at the time was me and her were dating. I had my security uniform on. I won't say what company it was, but it doesn't matter. I had my uniform on. And my wife gets in the car with me and she's wearing her pajamas. Now, reason being is because her car broke down. We had just started dating. We moved in together and, you know, we were dating. We get pulled up by a cop in Gladstone, Missouri. If you can believe that. And he starts asking me all these questions like, where are you going? Who's this lady? What's this going on here? What kind of car is this? Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't get a damn word edgewise. I said, well, for one, this is my, my girlfriend. And she's dropped me off at work because we only have one car. He looked at her, looked at my wife, looked at me and says, for how long? Citing that she might be a prostitute. Then, to add insult to this ignorant ass, you know, bull that I was going through with this man, he called for backup. I had three cop cars behind my car. You know why they actually pulled me over? And you'll just get a kick out of this one. Because I had a busted taillight. It was flickering. The car was a, it was a 90, well, let me see, it was a 2001. So it was pretty old. That was in 2007 or 8 when that happened. So it was an old car, you know. He pulled me over for a supposed, you know, blinking bad taillight. And you called three more, two more cops for that one little damn thing. Because you called my wife a fucking prostitute. So I must be, you know, paying her to do whatever the hell is in the car before I go to work, right? Of course, you know, because all black people, we all do sell drugs and sleep with hookers. That's what we do. So when I hear about stuff like Mr. Nichols and Rodney King and all the other people that all these African-Americans have been shot up in their houses or shot up in their cars or you know, mistaken for somebody else and other bullshit. It scares the hell out of me. So when I heard about this, uh, this latest one, automatically I started thinking about when I was a kid. What I didn't know was is that the beating came from other African-American men, police officers, four of them or five of them. And I was like, you have fucking kidding me. Seriously? You beat up this man to death, I might add, for what damn reason? And it was a bad, bad video, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, to watch it, you have to have a very extremely strong stomach. It'll make you want to throw up. It really does. And when it's the people that's supposed to follow the law and, you know, back the law and everything else, doing the killing it makes it look kind of like why would I call a police officer someone breaks in my house they're going to think I did it it's my damn house and it's, it's scary it's really scary but if somebody has never went through that they could give a care less they could be like okay well he must have done something really stupid or he must have found something, something in his car he must have ran. He must have said something to cut somebody out. I don't give a damn if you ask for act for the, my license. Nothing could stop me. Saying what they did to this man, killing him, was none. You can make up every damn excuse you can think of. And it will still be wrong. Oh, he had crumbs in the car. They still. Oh, maybe because when I'm out, they still fucking killed him. They beat that man to death. You've seen the damn pictures. I know you have. That was a traffic stop. 
What if he actually was doing something really illegal, which he wasn't? They would have shot his ass in that car as sure as I'm sitting on here talking on this damn phone. And you could not tell me otherwise. But in today's world, things happen over and over and over again. We tend to be desensitized to it. Take all the school shootings we have had since 2000. Columbine, Sandy Hook, all of them. The first one was like, holy shit, this guy, these kids just killed all these people in the, at school. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. And it happened again. It's gotten to the point now when the school shooting or mass shooting happens, we sit up there and like, oh, wow. All those people are dead, huh? Oh, well, it sucks. And go about our damn business. We don't see the wrong in that. I know you heard about that kid that shot his, his teacher, the six-year-old, with his dad, mom's, whatever the damn gun it was. He brought bullets to school before he did that. Okay? Or he was showing them off. So my question is, there's a lot of questions, but the two big questions were, y'all didn't see that this kid was going to do this. He brought bullets to school, for Christ's sake. He probably came to spill bullet, and he brought them to school with him. No red flags. Oh, he's just probably just acting out. Really? Okay. Then how do you explain him bringing the gun to school and shooting his fucking teacher? Explain that to me. You cannot make a damn excuse for that either. He knew what the hell he was doing. And his parents need to have their ass kicked too. Because that's where he got the damn gun from in the first place. And we're just desensitized to it. It's just daily news. Oh, well, some kid shot somebody in the school. Well, now it's sports. That's how it goes now. It's not shock worthy anymore. It's common. And that's the damn problem. It's too common. There were four shootings here in Kansas City. Two of them happened today or yesterday. No big deal. Oh, well, you know, should have been doing what he was doing. Or he was doing. Or anybody was doing. He must have done something wrong. And it keeps happening. It gets worse with every passing minute. And we just keep keep on rolling. We'll talk about gun control and, you know, rednecks will get mad about, oh, you're going to take my damn guns now. Like you really give a damn. I think we got other things on our mind besides coming to redneck Jim's house and taking all your fucking guns. I think we got a little bit more to think about. I, I just got a feeling. So that and this that happened with Mr. Nichols. That just shows you how desensitized we actually are. There are people peacefully protesting right now. And someone, somewhere with a whacked out mind, will take the time to throw a rock through a damn window just to prove that all these Negroes out here that are protesting are evil. And we're desensitized to that too. And it gets worse with every passing damn day. We don't care anymore. We could give a rat's ass. As long as it's not happening to my family, I don't care. That's how some people feel that way. At least that's why I think it. And it shouldn't be that way, but it is. I have a saying, and I've been saying it forever. No one really fights anymore. Fighting with your fist? Please. That's why all these damn prisons are overcrowded. They fill with dumbass people. You'd rather shoot this dude than fight him. There's too many damn pre-ass people now. Oh, I don't want to mess up my face. Oh, God, I don't want to mess up my arm. But you can go up and shoot somebody in the damn forehead. And then bitch about going to jail because of it. Gone.
But yes, we have became so desensitized to the problems that happen on a daily that it doesn't even give us a, oh wow, anymore. We're not surprised. We get up in the morning, oh, somebody got shot. A man walked into a mall and shoot like 45 people. Oh, wow. And that's it. Well, I'm glad I wasn't going to that mall today. People walk into fucking Walmarts, shooting people. Nothing. I used to work at Walmart, okay? I've seen the crazy-ass people that walk in there at night especially. And they look like they could probably just pull out an AK-47 at any minute and just start spraying people. Why? Because they wanted to see if the damn gun works. So, hey, let's go to Wally World and find out. And after it happens, this is how I know no one gives a damn. It will happen. And people on the news will talk about it. People on these other news channels will talk about it and have their little, you know, sit-ins and say, well, what can we do about this? I mean, the gun control problem is just terrible now and everything else. And then you have somebody on their side, they're all talking about, well, the gun didn't kill people. People kill people. I hate that fucking saying, by the way. Because the people, the humans, were the ones that made the ammunition and the gun. Which means the gun and the person kills the people. I hate that damn phrase, but anyway. And they'll say, you know, they'll dig into the person that did the shooting and see if he had a bad childhood or, you know, his mom and dad beat his ass for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or his dad or mama gun owners and all this other type of stuff until the next disaster happens. Then it just gets to the wayside. Then the people where they live at this happening and say like uh, Uvalde, for example. Governor Abbott, shoot me in my forehead. He gives out the whole thoughts and prayers. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with every parent that lost their children. Shouldn't happen that way, but it did happen. Because the Uvalde Chief Sheriff's Department sat on their fucking hands and watched the kid walk in there and just start spraying little children. But he kept, they kept the parents from not going outside, from going inside the building. I know y'all seen that too. And I'm just stripping like, y'all up here worrying about the parents. But this whack-ass dude is in there shooting the kids for no damn reason at all. And you give out thoughts and prayers. So that's when I know no politician gives a shit. Greg Ivan didn't give a shit. Uh, pretty much any shooting that's happened in any states. Like, for example, that guy last year who drove from wherever the hell it is, New York, all the way to Buffalo to walk into a black supermarket because it was a predominantly black neighborhood and just start shooting people. He actually stayed alive because once a person decided to kill all these people, they're thinking, oh, wow, I'm about to go to prison. I might get the death penalty. And he do the bitch move, which is me or somebody else taking a gun to their head and shooting themselves because they're too bitch of a person to take the punishment. But you can take all these people out, but shoot yourself because you're too big of a bitch. It's a bitch move. And it gets, like I said, it gets worse with every passing day. I am so damn nervous now that I have to watch my back when I'm walking to my fucking mailbox. When I go to the store, any store, supermarket especially, I'm looking up the aisles, I'm looking at people, looking at their hands, looking at what they're wearing, looking at if they got this mean look in their eyes, just a stone-faced person. I'm, I'm an ex-security officer. You know, I'm, I'm trained to do all of that. But I'm doing it on my shopping spree. The movies to see Black Adam. Very good movie, by the way. And I'm looking at people in the fucking aisles. I'm looking at them in their seats like, okay, okay, why does this dude got this, got this big-ass jacket on? They ain't that cold outside. Oh, wait a minute, he got a turban on. Wait a minute, home. Who's this? I'm not worrying about the damn movie. I'm worried about if I'm going to walk out to some bitch with a bullet in my head. Or at all. Because that's exactly how all this stuff has made us. We're all paranoid now. 
because I don't know what the hell people are thinking now. I've gotten to the point now that when I'm driving my car and a car gets right beside me, Robert driving, he's driving the same speed and everything else. I'm looking over there, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He could be playing, well, I can put the bullet right through his arm or through his head, through his neck, and he'll just die instantly. I can just drive off. That's my mentality now. Because I don't know what the hell the people are thinking now. They could be fine with me. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Next day, he walks into a damn library and sprays a whole damn library. But he was fine yesterday, though. Scary. Really scary. Okay? And I shouldn't be that way. People have made me, not to say paranoid, but really damn nervous. You don't know what the hell in a person's mind until they start shooting or killing people with knives or some shit. And you're like, okay, why, why is this happening? Why, why, why me? You know, especially with uh, Uvalde and Sandy Hook. I was living in Nebraska when Sandy Hook happened. And I had just got this brand new TV. I'm thinking, yeah, but I want me some football and everything else. Turn the damn TV on. The first thing it is, this crazy ass whack dude walked into a school and killed 20 kids. I was like, what the hell? And I mean, not just like teenage, I mean, babies, future lawyers and doctors and, you know, police officers, astronauts. Ballerinas, all that's gone because some kid or some jackass decided to get up that morning and say, hmm, it's a nice looking gun here. Hey, let me go down the street to this Sandy Hook place and see if it actually works. And, you know, he can't go to jail after that because, you know, kids, killing kids, oh, God, that's a sin. I got to take myself out here. And he fucking does it. Sorry to be cussing and everything, ladies and gentlemen, but I, I get tired of talking about this. I get tired of hearing people getting shot for the most dumbest damn reasons. I'm getting tired of hearing about mass shootings happening for no damn reason. I'm tired. I got gray hairs in my fucking head, and I'm only in my like late 40s. And it's, half of it is from dealing with the people out here in the damn streets. <laughs> And you put um, political stuff behind it. You put um, racist people behind it. And just all around people that are just mean as hell. And you got the agreements for somebody that's about to go into a damn place and kill everything. Just because. Not because, well, you know, I... No, I've, I lost my wife or anything. No, 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 no. I just got this morning to see if I got this new AK-47 in this, in this you know, in the uh, the mail. Because they do that type of thing. And uh, I got the bullets and everything. So, hey, let's go up here and just see if this thing actually works. And then you spray up fucking parking lot. So, when stuff like what happened in Memphis and what happened in Buffalo and what happens in, you know, any place that's had some kind of school shooting, mass shooting, whatever. People are not shocked by it no more. It is now part of everyday living. It's like going to the gas station to get some damn gas for your car. Oh, well, somebody got shot again today. Hey, maybe I should take this bagel to work. That, that looks pretty good. That's what we have gotten to now. Shootings are the way of life. We are in the fucking Wild West now. Again, I should say. Quickest draw is one that lips. Half the damn the shootings in this damn state, in this city, I should say, were all started with an argument about what a beast the hell out of me. They could be arguing about Nikes. They could be arguing about pants. My biggest pet peeves is them kids, them dudes that wear their pants over their ass, showing their drawers and everything. I hate that shit. But I would dare not say that to them because those are fighting words. And people don't fight anymore. They shoot. I have two fucking bullets in my back because I told some dude, pull up your damn pants because I don't want to see your crack of your ass. 
and now you get shot for it. What about pants? How old are you? <laughs> 47. Pull your damn pants up. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, from my point of view, cops can't be trusted and regular people cannot be trusted. The one they say protect and serve, who the who you protect and who you serve? It depends on who you are, which one you're getting. And I'm not talking about all white people, but some white people they get they get protected. They go out their house. Are you all right, ma'am? Oh, I'm fine. Serve? That's my ass. Okay. When these damn cops get a get a, you know, hair up their ass or whatever, and gets mad about something, and then I get pulled over, and next thing you know, I'm on video getting my ass whooped or shot. Or both. Because Officer Friendly over here had a fight with his wife. His teenagers are not listening to him. Somebody call him a pig. And my ass get lit up like a damn Christmas tree. Because of it. Stupid. You can't make nothing up that. I mean, and, and some people are even desensitizing that. When Rodney King got beat up that year, it was on every damn channel. And I should know because I was a sophomore in high school. They were talking about on the bus. They were talking about in the school. They were talking about at my mom's job. Every damn where. You couldn't get away from it. You see how the guy got his ass kicked by the pops? Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, everywhere. So when the trial started, I'm like, huh, this should be fun. And... I was on, not to be funny, but I was on a, I was on a school bus heading home, and the driver had the radio on, and we didn't listen to music. Actually, we were listening to music, and they cut into into the regular broadcasting to listen to the verdict for these damn cops that beat up Rodney King, and when they all got not guilty. Them kids on that bus was like, oh, hell no, man, no, dog. What these dudes, what this dude asked almost to death. Getting brain damage, all that type of stuff. And they walk away like, hey, we beat these Negroes' asses over here, but hey, who cares? Real APD. And then, of course, the riot started. And then you hear, well, look, they're a bunch of savages, okay? They, they turf their own stuff and loot everything and burn everything, and oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And there's the first thing anybody brings up anything about, like, Black Lives Matter, for example. It's not a damn, it's not a, no, no uh, thing. It's a cult. They're a bunch of thugs. They're gangbangers. These ain't Crips and Bloods you're talking about. Black Lives Matter, and they do, <laughs> because of all the stuff that we see on a daily damn basis with African Americans. And then this dude gets beat up by four or five of them. I was like, and I, I mean, and I was shocked as hell when I said that. It was five brothers that did this? <laughs> what? What the hell? I mean, wow. I mean, I'm probably not the only one to thought though. I was like, one, two, three, four, five. Okay. They, 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 they're, they're black. <laughs> okay. What, what the hell is this? Like a really bad Saturday Night Live sketch or something. But it was serious. And if you've seen that video like I've seen it, if you don't, if you watch that, that video, and actually say, well, he had it coming, then some of you may be part of the problem. Because no cop of any kind, shape, form, or fashion should be beating up a man like that at all. Period. Race be damned. Whatever. They were beating his ass up like they were trying to initiate him into some damn gang bangers. I'm telling you, it was just that bad. And they killed him. He died two days later. Brain hemorrhage. Like that. And these cops were, and if you watched the video like I said, like I did, you see him up there like, are you all right, man? You cool? Yeah, we, we whooped them over. You know, just talking straight. You just beat this dude up over here. And you're talking like, are you okay? Are you okay? No, how about this dude up here? You just whooped his ass. How about him? He's not okay. 
but you did it anyway. So I don't feel sorry for any of them dumb bastards. Screw them. I mean, and then what's really funny and what will be really funny about this, for the last three years, I've heard back to blue, back to blue. We need to back up our police officers and everything. Okay, that's understandable. That's fine. Free country. But are you going to go back these guys up? Come on. Come on. Ain't nobody going to back these dudes up. They're going to be like, oh, they deserve what the hell they get. And they do. But you dare not hear them say, we're going to back them up for, they were just doing their job. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Well, it's crazy. But I don't see that happening. I do not see anyone backing any blue that those dudes were wearing. I just don't see it. Anybody says, well, we're supporting it. No, 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 no. I don't see that happening. No. I don't see nobody getting on TV saying, well, these cops were just doing their job and they were, it was just acting civilized. And No. <laughs> I do not see that happening with these guys. No. Hell no. Hell to the no. <laughs> okay? And if it does happen, I'll be surprised. But it's not going to happen. And I pretty much hopefully know we all know why. But people have became so desensitized to stuff that's bad that, like I say, it doesn't even render an eyebrow going up. Like, oh my God. No, none of that. And that's the first sign of normalcy. Even though we know it ain't damn well it ain't normal. But it is to some people. Like, well, okay, well, another shooting. No, if I can cut the grass before the football game comes on. I mean, it's just like that. And, they, and they're thinking in their head, like, oh, wow, another shooting. Hmm. Damn, that's messed up. Let me see. Anybody want some chicken? Anybody want to go to churches? And they're just going about their business. That shooting that took place in Las Vegas. That crazy bastard over there shooting at the damn concert people. What, what, when, what, what happened with that? Because... As I said, they will talk about it. They will talk about it, and they will talk about it for at least a month, at least the rest of the month or whatever. And then they move on to other news. And to the next shooting, and I say this every single time I hear about a mass shooting or a school shooting, the shit will happen again. And it happens every single damn time I say that. And Sandy Hook happened, I was like, yeah, somebody gonna, somebody else going to do something. And damn if they didn't. I feel like freaking Notre Dame of shootings. Well, you know what's going to happen again, right? Yeah, I know. And some redneck will get in his 4x4 and drive up to Wally World. And, you know, I just got this dude, AR-15. Go ahead and see if I can kill some of these, some of these choppers. Show me I can, I can get Pretty much, and I and I said this to a person once, and they got pissed off at me. And I was like, "Am I lying?" Well, yes, you are lying. How's that? I told her that we are, as people, nothing but talking, walking black silhouettes. You know the silhouettes they use to practice shooting. I think you probably went to a shooting range or two, maybe, or maybe not. And they shoot at the little, you know, the little circles on the on the black you know silhouette thing and try to score points and stuff like that that's what people see when they do crazy shit like they did in freaking uvalde or sandy hook or las vegas we are nothing but talking walking silhouettes that's it they get pissed off about something normal going back or and even okay <laughs> and this just happened too that the dude that walked into that walmart and Shot a bunch of people in the, in the, in the um, I think it was in the break room or something like that. Walked in there, we're going to talk about, get on the roll. Everybody's going to die. Ex-employee. Wally World. That's why I quit. <laughs> okay? So, yes. And I say it every single damn time. It's going to happen again. Until someone powerful who gives a damn actually does something. And, of course, when I say that, people are like, well, that's not going to change the damn thing. They'll get the gun. Yeah, I know. But make it a lot harder than it usually is. They buy it off the black market. That's one thing. Going to a gun store and saying, hey, I want to buy that 
gigantic, you know, gun that shoots like 40 rounds in one minute. What you need it for? I'm going hunting. What the hell are you hunting? A dragon? <laughs> Come on. But no. Everybody's like, no, they're, they're going to try to take our guns. Our guns are my my family and everything else. And that's when you know that some bit's deranged. Because he's talking about guns being, you know, sisters and brothers. And and that's when you know, like, he's, he's gone. Okay. And if you say one bad thing to him, he's going to bring one of his sisters to, to work and start spraying you with him. Or her. And again, they'll talk about it. They'll talk about it. And they will talk about it. Until it's over. Until, or until the next big shooting. Which always happens because... I swear to God, it seems like they're playing the worst game of tag I've ever seen. Not to be funny, but I mean, come on. I swear they call out and be like, okay, I'll kill 15 people, tag you're it. Tell me you can take it out. I can do it. Well, I'm rambling on and I am sorry. But every single time I turn on the damn TV, Anytime I look at my phone or look at the on the news on my phone, it's the same shit. Someone got shot, guy shot himself. Guy took out 15 people and shot himself. He took out 20 kids and shot himself. Because they were too bitch of a people to stake around for the punishment. On a rare occasion they catch the people that actually did and they go to jail for the rest of their lives or whatever. But chances are they'll just shoot themselves. But you can do the crime, but you can't do the time. You can kill all these kids and all these women, all these children and everything else. For stupid ass reasons, I do not know. But when it comes to the law part of it, oh, no, I'm not going to jail. I'm just going to shoot myself. Bitch move. So... No one fights anymore. No one picks up a fist and say, let's go, let's duke it out. No. Why duke it out when you can shoot it out? I fight them every day when you can just shoot them once and be gone with it. Or in the case of those five Memphis police officers, you know, grab a guy out of his car and put him in handcuffs and then commence to hit him with, you know, their, you know, tasers and, you know, spray in the face and punching him in the face and everything else. Just pretty gruesome. And then you give each other high fives or whatever the hell they was doing. I couldn't tell. After you beat this guy senseless. First time I see any cop actually fight. Without a gun in their hand, of course. But the fact of the matter is, is this. This type of thing with those cops will happen again. It happens almost every damn day. Big Brother is pretty much everywhere now. So you can't get away from it. And another shooting will happen again. And the craziest and the most saddest thing about it is it will happen again. It'll happen again until somebody somewhere rises the hell up. Because it's getting ridiculous. It is. When you can't send your damn kids to school thinking that will probably be the last damn time you see them. Scary. It's real. When you walk into a damn store to get something, to be a little small thing as eggs or something, and get shot because you're in the store. It could happen. When I hear about, you know, kids bringing guns to school and they find them in a the locker or stuff, okay, that's some high alert shit now. There's no, hey, Timmy, where did you get this gun from? Oh, no. Timmy didn't give a damn hell. Timmy brought the damn school, gun to school. And I don't know, my, my, um, my brother, my brother's son, I don't know if he'll like me saying this, but it's got to be said. When he was a teenager, he and a couple of his friends, or if they want to call him that, Broke into a military man's 
pickup truck. The two guys, there was a Winchester in the truck and there was knives. My nephew was into knives. He skipped school to do this, by the way. And they did all this in broad daylight. The guys grabbed a the gun, they ran off. My nephew took his knives or whatever. And instead of doing what most kids do when they, when they skip school, he goes back to school with a backpack, with the knives in it. And um, Militector goes off. Security guard says, come here, let me look at your bag. He's running around in damn school. I was like, and my brother's telling me this. I'm just looking at him like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> He's like, no. He went back to school. He skipped school to do that shit. And he goes back to school with all this stuff that he just stole out this man's truck. Who's to say that he's now doing extremely bad? I don't know where he is. He's probably in jail by now, but I don't know. But that just shows you how, you know, things can go from, oh, he's okay, to 20 years of life in prison. Because you don't know what the hell a person's thinking these days. Those cops wasn't thinking when they beat up, you know, Mr. Nichols. Probably didn't give a damn. They thought they were doing the job. You know, and of course they wasn't, but you can't tell them that. And protest is going to happen. It's going to happen. And all those that will bring up the fact that they think BLM is a rogue organization that's here to, you know, keep people woke and all that bullshit. We ain't got no time for that right now. Okay. We don't. We, we really don't. Okay. Because... Yet another African-American person, man, woman, or child, is now dead because some cop wanted to play Dirty Harry. Or, in those four black officers' case, New Jack City. So, I don't know how you feel about this. You're probably thinking to yourself, great, here goes again. But for me, I've seen... What happened with, like, with George Floyd when all those people, everybody in the whole damn country was protesting? I seen it with my own eyes how bad it could get. And sometimes it's caused by those that are just pissed off and tired of the police brutality that goes on. And then there's some that just wants, us, wants people in their organization to look bad in front of the cameras. And we're all desensitized to it. We'll glance at the TV, turn to another channel. Turn on the TV, glance and turn to a turn to a Western or something. Just to get your mind away from all of that crap. And it's very hard to do these days because it's everywhere. The Internet can be great for something and bad for every damn thing else because it's just in an instant. Stuff that you couldn't find out for like six or seven months, you can find out in five or ten minutes. And because of that, people get pissed off. When they get pissed off, they want to go out and do something pissed offly. So, and I'm prepared to listen to all these, you know, psychiatrists and critics that want to, you know, desensitize the whole Tyron Nichols scenario. They'll get a little five cents and, oh, well, you know, they should have did it this way and that way. Doesn't matter. The dude's gone. He got his ass whooped, period. And he is gone now, so it's not going to bring him back. But either way, it's sad as hell. And anybody can look at that tape, that video, and say that they were the total right to do that. Then there's something wrong with you as well. Because there was no right in there anywhere. None. You can't make no damn right out of that. That was somebody's son. He didn't have no kids, but... He could have, if he was survived. And to top that all off, what the hell did they pull him over for in the first place? They said he wasn't speeding. I don't even know what the, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But why did they pull this man over for? Why did they drag him out of his car and tell him, get on the ground, get on the ground, stop resisting? 
Why they do that for? What the hell did he do that it cost him his damn life? What did he do? Was he DWB driving while black or something? What, what's going on? Tell me. Because no excuse that anybody gives me is going to matter because he is dead at the hands of five black police officers or former police officers for the Memphis Police Department. No excuse whatsoever. You can pull up his juvie records. You can pull up when he got slapped on his ass by his doctor when he was a baby. Him, you know, hitting his kid with his bike or something, his BMX bike. I don't give a shit. Nothing that you say will have an excuse for what those cops did to that man. None. Period. You can't make it a damn excuse. And the one thing I also think about when I hear stuff like that, I think to myself, what would happen if that happened to me? I don't have a police record worth a damn. I've never been in jail. Never hit anybody, especially girls. I've had girls all through my damn family. I respect them tremendously. Never did any drugs, never sold any drugs, never been to prison, never been to jail. Never did any damn thing that was criminal whatsoever. But what if that actually would happen to me? Me seeing, getting pulled out of my truck, getting punched in the face while I'm handcuffed, getting beat up by their little billy, their little stick billy clubs, and just whooped a natural black off my ass. What would be said about me? What would Fox News say? Oh, this, uh, this guy was, uh, you know, he had a really bad childhood. He, uh, he ran with um, a gang of thugs and everything else. Nope, sorry, didn't do that. Try again. Oh, uh, he, uh, you know, he sold drugs. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Hell no. If I sold drugs and my mom and dad found out about it, I ain't gonna worry about the damn cops. So my mom and dad would kill me on the spot. Put me in the damn yard and say, yep, there he is right there. We killed him. Party's over. So try again. Didn't do that either. I am, and on at least in law-wise, I am fucking spotless. I am Mr. Damn Clean. And sometimes, and something in the back of my head thinks that um, if I do, something like that happened to me, they will find something to make it right for what these cops did. Doesn't matter if I was even alive at the time. They'll be like, well, no, he, no, he did a lot of bad stuff when he was a kid. He pulled on little Judy's uh, pigtails or something. Really? Okay. Yeah, that, that's garners me to get my ass whooped. Yeah, thank you. No. But it's um, a very touchy subject anyway. Could, you know, it could happen to anybody's son or daughter. And anywhere you are or any place you live at or anything else, and the cops get a whiff of it, you're not safe. And where the hell are all these guys' tasers? Especially the cops that shot some of these guys in 15, 16 times. Where was your taser? Why you didn't shoot them in the, shoot them in the ass or something? I've seen how I, I got hit with a taser once. Some damn things hurt and you're like oh god pissed on your damn self and everything where was your tasers these four these five black dudes these former cops over here where, where, where was your tasers since you got him out the car anyway he was on the ground y'all didn't have to rodney king his ass but you did even worse Yeah, like I said, it's a very, very touchy subject. It is. When people are like, well, I don't want to talk about that. But it needs to be said. Something needs to be done. Because we're, like I said, getting to the point where we're all desensitized by this stuff. Every single bit of it. 
evil is all around us and we're desensitized to it because it happens so damn often that you have no choice but to be used to it. And that's a damn problem. We shouldn't be used to this type of stuff. Kids dying and shooting and stuff. No, that's nothing that you should be getting used to. For people that lost their kids, they ain't used to it. They just lost their kid. This man over here lost his wife. This wife over here lost her husband. Okay. And we're just like, oh, well, you know, it's too bad. No thoughts and prayers. And that's it. It's sensitizing. And it's, it gets worse with every passing day. It really does. And it seems like it will keep going on until there ain't nobody damn left. It's just, you know, people snap. And even that is not a damn excuse. Well, he was in a mental, had a mental break. Oh, really? Well, he could have mental his ass out in the middle of the damn yard somewhere of his own house and offed himself. Okay? You ain't got to take 15 damn people with you. They ain't done a damn thing. You want to take yourself out. I do not condone suicide. I do not. But damn it. If you're going to take your gun out somewhere that kills some other innocent damn people, then do it to yourself first. One's better than 15 or 16. And again, I don't condone violence, nor do I like suicide. But sometimes it's like, okay, you're not taking me with you. Okay? You're not doing it. And when cops come up there and pull your ass over, if you are me or some other, you know, minority, yeah, you damn right be going to get scared. We have been trained and been brainwashed into not trusting law enforcement. And they have made it very clear that, you know, they don't care. So if it doesn't happen to some people, it's like, well, okay, well, they're just doing their job. If you could look at that damn video and say that they did a good job on that, then there's something wrong with you as well. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, sad, very sad video to watch. Very sad that four or five African Americans was the ones that did this shit. It's a sad day when somebody cannot walk out to a, to their car and go into the store or anything without thinking someone could come up in behind them and just shoot them and then keep on going. Sad ass day. And the more it goes on, the more we'll get used to it. It'll be, it wouldn't be shock worthy to put on the news then. Or you already know the drill, somebody got shot. Mass shooting happened over here. Ooh. And they'll talk about it, and that's it. And then we roll on to the next shooting, or next beating, or both at the same time. Notice a full Monty there. So, either way, I'm going to stop rambling. And I'm going to get off here and take my black ass to bed. And I hope you all have a good weekend. Please, please, watch out for yourselves. Watch out for those people around you. Watch out for your families, your friends. Reach out to them because you never know. And we have to do, we have to try to do better. We really do. Because when you have to fear God and you from the fucking police, the ones that are supposed to be putting fear in the other people to keep you safe, then there's a damn problem. And if people ignore it, don't give a damn about it, or whatever, that's also a problem. And something needs to be done. But you folks have a nice weekend. And... um Pray for Mr. Nichols' family. God knows they need it. And those that are protesting because of this, don't give them an excuse to kill somebody else. Yeah, I know you're angry. I know you're upset. So am I. But, you, you know, these people around you, they are doing a peaceful protest. That's one thing. You see somebody with a damn rock or a brick or anything ready to bust some shit because they just want to. 
you need to stop them because that's the fool's gonna make y'all look like you're a bunch of hooligans. And that's exactly what they'll call you. I'm out. Have a nice night. Peace.